I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm excited you're here. It is Tuesday, March 28th, and I am going to be joined today with Webb Smith. Many of you on Twitter probably know who Webb is, as he and I engage quite a bit back and forth on there. But uh, Webb is currently the director of e-commerce at Gear Patrol and runs a pretty awesome e-commerce and marketing newsletter called 2PM. Uh, you can find it literally at 2PML.com. Sign up for it. I highly, highly recommend uh, you invest some time if you do anything in the e-commerce space, marketing, branding. Webb is on top of that. Uh, and right now it's a free newsletter that he sends out uh, quite a bit throughout the week with just the most up-to-date industry articles and news. Uh, prior to finding that and joining Gear Patrol, Webb spent time at Uncrate, Rogue Fitness, and was the co-founding CMO at Mizzen and Maine. Webb and I get into a little bit of his history and his career path that has led him uh, Texas to Ohio to New York. But a lot of the time is spent into personal development talk. How has Webb grown as an individual, as a professional, as a father and a husband over the last 10 years? What his tips for success has been in that realm? Because he's had just the opportunity to work with a number of growing, if not thriving and leading brands in their various spaces. And so some of the conversation took some turns that I wasn't initially expecting, uh, but turns that I have absolutely loved and think you're going to get a ton of value out of, regardless of where you are in your current professional path. Uh, there's something here for you in that realm, as well as more importantly, your personal path and, and how to grow on your journey and how to be better than yesterday. If you love the show, if you've been enjoying the content we've been putting out each week, man, I'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Uh, we read everything that comes in the inbox. You guys have sent in some awesome options for future guests, some recommendations for the show. And then if you're enjoying the show, I would love if you could leave us a quick review and rating on iTunes. It helps us get discovered by some new listeners, introduce them to the Compete Everyday community, the message, and hopefully provide them more resources and motivation to be better than yesterday. Now let's welcome Webb Smith to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm joined today by longtime friend Webb Smith. How are you today? I'm doing well, man. Good to have uh, your company today. Man, it's great to catch up. It's been a Years. while. Man, it has. So uh, before we kind of dive in, give everyone a little bit of background uh, about yourself, who you are, where you're from, Texas, and uh, what you do now. <laughs> sure. Uh, so... I have been a, a long time advocate of e-commerce and media and sort of where they intersect. So I have been, uh, well, I'd like to say that I was serious about it, but a, a blogger, um, producer of video, um, a host of other content, all as it relates around uh, the, I guess, the proliferation of e-commerce. So um, started with a little company in Austin. Uh, 
that was fun. Ended up moving up to Columbus, Ohio, where I am now uh, to work with the folks at Rogue. I learned encyclopedias worth of information there about how to run a company and uh, how to sell things online. Um, I actually linked up with Kevin because of you uh, from Mizzen in Maine, and uh, I was the founding CMO there. Company's still growing. I always uh, look forward to the investor reports <laughs> and uh, look forward to uh, hopefully not being, um, you know, <laughs> middle class someday. We'll see. Um, from there, uh, I did something really interesting. I, I, I decided to try to become more technical. And this is where e-commerce became really interesting to me because I've always, I've always looked at it from the branding side and not the nuts and bolts side. Um, started an app company called Wentz, and we essentially built a backend system for local e-commerce. Ironically, a lot of that system is being used by Postmates now. Um, they, they, they do a great job of engineering new ideas, some of those ideas that we tested here in the Ohio market. So I did that for for a while, um, I ended up <clears throat> shutting that down to work for a media company here in Ohio. And over the last year, I transitioned to Gear Patrol in New York. So I commute. Uh, I try to be there no less than a week a month, no more than two weeks a month. And there, I'm literally using their their you know ten year old structure of niche media and building e-commerce on top of it. So throughout that journey, that's probably the one consistent thing, um, media and e-commerce and how the two intersect, which you have a lot of experience with. Man, and I I love how you positioned and, and shared that because it's very apparent for those of us that have known you and have gotten to follow you and work with you when that shift was made. And when the wits, when you went from the brand, really focusing on the branding side, which is always kind of how our discussions were um, and some of the work that we did and where I could see a lot of your passions to getting into the nuts and bolts side. And so what inspired or motivated you to really make that switch from one end of the focus to really kind of deep dive into the other? Uh, it's a really interesting question. I think that the majority of it was... I wanted a sustainable career, and to do that, you have to understand the foundational principles of anything that you do. Uh, I, I, I wanted to depend on fewer people to get a product through the finish line. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, whether it's development, um, SEO principles, SEM, a lot of that stuff, the macroeconomics of e-commerce and how you know, that community and that industry is changing. I found that studying those principles and reverse engineering them into everyday practices would be more beneficial in the long run. I still love the branding game. I, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's a passion for me, but, but you know, uh, I, I used to call people full stack employees, right? You wanna know as much as you can from top to bottom. You can't neglect any part of that stack. And that's that's sort of the academic pursuit that I've been on over the last three or four years. And I think that it's paid dividends 
you know, as I reach my mid thirties, you know, you have to get really serious about how you pursue business, you know? Yeah. I'm and, getting old. <laughs> and that's obviously led you to kind of the creation of your own daily letter, the 2 p.m. links. And so where did that come from? I subscribe. I think I've been subscribed since day one. It's something mm -hmm. I look forward to, even though a lot of it is out of some of the stuff that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis because of we're obviously in a niche in, in how we focus on e-commerce, but it's a valuable read for CEOs, entrepreneurs, anyone that's in this online space. <clears throat> what inspired you to create your own product in here? And then how have you been able to maintain it? Because 190-something <laughs> issues now, that's yeah. quite a bit. Yes. Uh, so uh, what everyone, what Jake is talking about is 2pml.com. It's uh, my newsletter. Now it goes out three days a week. Um, I, I started that to enrich myself, right? Um, when you focus on one side of the business so much, you're neglecting um, a bevy of information that can help you make better decisions. And I said, you know, selfishly, if I start to focus on all the things that are happening and really enrich myself in my industry and the culture of my industry, then, then maybe I'll become better at my job. And what I found over the first two months was, yeah, I was beginning to make better decisions based on better information. I bet you that other people would probably benefit from this as well. And that's when I really started to get serious about it. My initial goal was 180 issues, which is a lot. Uh, it's a lot of work. It takes me probably three hours to knock one out. Um, and long story short, I decided around 180 or so that I was going to keep this going. Individuals like you and a host of other executives, entrepreneurs, uh, venture capitalists, uh, media stalwarts, like all these folks are on this list. I couldn't just let it just like fade off into the oblivion, you know? Um, so I decided to turn it into a business. Um, and I'm hesitant to call it that, but it's, it's making me money at this point. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, I take it extra seriously now. And um, we are announcing four partners for issues 200 through 300. And uh, it just so happens to be the most profitable thing I've ever done. It's <laughs> ironic because I just sort of like stumbled into it. <laughs> but it was, it's funny, but doesn't, isn't that how it works a lot of times? You have a need, you start studying this, you're like, oh man, this would be great. You share it with people and then obviously there's a ton of value in it uh, and people are like, no, I'll pay for that. Absolutely. Get in. What do I need to do to get involved? Right. Well, uh, I'm glad that it's worked out that way. You know, my 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 young daughters are are more expensive by the day, and so I need all the help that I can get. But uh, it's 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 a really it's a really cool project, and I love it. Um, right now, it's just me, and my goal is to keep it that way. Uh, I would never say that I would stymie growth, but um, I uh, I'm an admirer of Ben Thompson, who runs a site called the Stratetri stratetri.com and he has somewhere around 30,000 paying subscribers paying $10 a month and it's just him not a bad so, business <laughs> not a bad business right he's he's done something right so uh, that's sort of that's sort of my goal to 
to do well enough to generate that type of attention, right? To do a good job. That's it. That's awesome. So one of the things we talked about before we hopped on that I mentioned that I've always loved is your ownership mindset and how you've always gone into either working, as we talked about the group in Austin, um, at Rogue, any other organization you've been a part of, you've taken a very ownership role of your position, but also you're going to create something in that company. You're going to learn. You're not just there to clock in, clock out. Uh, right. But a lot of people get sucked into. Have you always had that mindset? And, and if you have, where did it come from growing up? And if you haven't and you developed it later in life, what kind of spurred that? Really good question. I mean, Jake, we're similar in a lot of ways. Uh, I would say that... Um, Whenever I join forces with someone, whenever I work with someone, my goal is to A, make the organization better, but B, to improve the life of the people that depend on me. I don't think that you can improve your circumstances if you're not going all in on, on that opportunity. And, and to me, that's what an ownership mindset is. Uh, for instance, where I am now with, with Gear Patrol, the company's been around for 10 years and uh, e-commerce is fairly new. My iteration of e-commerce is obviously new. Um, I'm there with my hope to be there as the company grows for the next years. Uh, as you as you heard earlier in my, my uh, sort of rundown of my last 10 years or so, I've bounced around quite a bit. I think a lot of that is I've always tried to uh, make the best of a situation given the constraints of my my everyday life. So what that means is, you know, uh, we're about the same age. I have a nine-year-old, right? I have a wife that is uh, in almost every sense of the word better than me. So So it's not just my life that dictates where we move or how fast we move. It's all the people around me. And so I have to do a good job of using my skill sets to fit into the mold of the moment without disrupting the progress, the great progress of everyone else around me. Uh, so where I am now is finally a moment of stillness where I can say, okay, I found a group that fits me perfectly, a skill set that has, that has uh, um, I guess, elevated and uh, evolved into something that fits them perfectly. Uh, I hope to be here for a long while and mature as a person uh, so that I'm not still acting like a kid at 40. If we all can take that same mindset. <laughs> Man, and, and so let's let's talk about that. You mentioned your family. You've got amazing, amazing family there. How I love asking people from a selfish standpoint, how do you balance, obviously you talked about you traveled to New York quite a bit. Um, how do you balance that travel with obviously being there, being present with your family when you're in Ohio? Um, well, I've had a lot of maturing to do. So I think one of the things that's different about our situation, one, one thing that makes this work now is, uh, is that when I'm here, I'm all in. And when I'm there, I'm, I'm all in. Um, I, I, I try to do as much as I can for the people around me as I, as I, as I can. Uh, so for the girls, that means taking them to practice or picking them up, 
going to every game, the things that when you look back, you say, this is what my dad did. You remember, you remember it clearly if he didn't, right? And I never want to leave that mark on them. For, for Lindsay, uh, you know, she's the athletic director of a prep school. The sky's the limit for her. Uh, you know, her goal is to be an FBS athletic director someday, you know, uh, a big football school somewhere um, at the NCAA level, right? Uh, she's every tool to do that, every tool to be that. For me and for her, it's, it's like, how can I support her goals, you know, without ever diminishing anything around us? So that involves a lot of cooperation, um, a lot of maturity that I, that I hadn't had in the past. And frankly, like, I don't know how to say this, uh, true and um, like authentic love for the people around you. And that's, that's, that's a development, right? Like you do not have that at 23, 24 years old, just regardless of who you are. If you don't have that by 33, then you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so as much as I like to uh, discuss the evolution of, of, my my if you want to call it that business career um i'm i'm most proud of how like that part has worked while this part has elevated and if i've taken a hit uh in notoriety or status or whatever on the business side because the the other side is better then then i've i've won dude i love that so for someone that may be in their 20s and in that stage and hears this and is like, well, how do I get there? How do I try to get there by my 30s? What <laughs> advice do you have for them at least? What's helped you really be able to focus and elevate that family piece? You know, uh, know a guy like Jake Thompson. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> Hey man, uh, that I mean that both literally and figuratively. Uh, you obviously made a very important important introduction in my life, probably a few of them, but one one in particular. Um, but most importantly, I feel like what I've learned is that uh, me personally, I've always tried to associate with people that are better than me. I don't mean they have more than me, they have nicer than me or whatever. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, I know the pressures of life. I know the pressures of business. I try to put myself in the same room as people that do not fold under those those pressures. Uh, um, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've always sought out people that despite worldly pressures and the pulls and tugs of capitalism, they maintain who they are, right? Um, I can say that about you. Um, I can say that about Kevin. Uh, I can say that about Rich Froney. Those, those are the people, that group and people like them, you know, Mac Richard. I have, I have a lot of folks in my life that, and I'll write about it someday soon, because I met them for better or for worse, even despite fallouts and things like that, I, I, I learned what it was like to balance life with 
and I don't want to sound cliche or corny, but what happens afterwards. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I would actually credit you with Mac because Mac and I have only gotten to meet a few times in person, but talk online and being able to consume what he talks about and preaches every week has influenced my life. Yeah. Uh, And so I, I guess the long and short of it is I base progress on what you teach people and what other people can teach you. And there's, there's not a level of work that you can pursue. There's not a speed. There's not a, there's not a path that you can pursue that doesn't involve meaningful interactions with other people and and how they affect your trajectory. I think you and I used to talk about this when we were kids, we would say, you know, uh, one interaction can change, your trajectory, right? Yep. Well, imagine having seven in a decade, right? That's that's probably what I equate, uh, you know, having my existence now. Uh, the house, the kids, you know, paying for schools and and all those things without cracking. Uh, I can all I can I can associate that. I can associate that to the people that I've met in, in, in my past. Dude, I love that. And all goes a lot of it goes back to Real Biz Uncensored, 2011. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, 2011. Yeah. Austin, Texas. Uh, headliner was Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I have a few of his books right here. Um, Life is full circle, right? I, uh, I, I'll never forget that weekend. It was meaningful for all of us. Um, I used to really, really want to work with Gary. And ironically, he hired me last year uh, as uh, the number two in his e-commerce department behind uh, his SVP, Sabir Samarkand. And I couldn't take the job because he wanted me in New York 100% of the time. The funny thing about all of that is that my, my younger brother, Alex, works for Gary. <laughs> so you know, I, I I live vicariously through him because that was an early goal of mine yeah. when I was in my early twenties. Uh, he started off as the one and only animator uh, for a host of commercials that you may or may not know, including all the Bud Light commercials, things like that. And he's now the director of animation with like a team of twenty kids, twenty you know young adults that are crushing it for Fortune five hundred companies, like that wouldn't have happened without that interaction, right? Just like that, that atmosphere. Uh, and I wonder if and maybe we get a group of folks together and we try to round up all the folks that were there that day and just see like what, like where they are now, right? Yeah. Everyone's, every, everyone's doing fine, right? I think that's a, that's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's it's funny. I still talk to a handful of people. Deacon Bradley is killing it right now with his agency on online funnels and building them for just a ton of biz, big name business people in the online space. Uh, but we connected there when he was just a CrossFit guy at Leander, yeah. Texas, and was like, "Oh, I want to come to this." <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll never forget that man. Yeah, that was awesome. So I, the last thing I want to ask you. I'm curious your insight on you travel, you've got full schedule with family when you're at home. How do you maintain the energy 
to keep going with everything that you've got in the works from a business and a personal standpoint? Ooh, uh, one of the things I've done recently is I, I stopped drinking altogether. No whiskey? No whiskey, man. Wow. Can you tell? My skin's all... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, um, I told myself that uh, I needed to revert back to the intensity, the like internal intensity that I had early on when we first met and actually prior to, prior to that. Um, you know, and to do that, I needed all the energy I could muster. Right. And one of the things I know was holding me back was, was the whisk. Right. I love, I mean, I love it. And so, but, but if you, you know, if you, if you actually love whiskey, then it's not like you drinking, it's like you, like you just love whiskey. Right. But it makes it a little harder to wake up in the morning every day. Even if you have one glass, it's a little harder. You know, your your synapses are firing a little slower. Um, so just like the 2PML.com project, I wanted to afford myself every single advantage that I could into my mid-30s, right? Like every single way that I can make myself better, whether that be spiritually, um, uh, you know, with my family, uh, health-wise, um, intellectually, like I, I have focused on, on that. Um, and for a lot of people that might be observing me, they may say, well, like uh, it's, you know, you're not doing anything that special or whatever. I, and, and to that, I say, um, I think that when the end outcome plays out, you know, they will, you know, uh, it will come back to, refocusing my efforts on on vitality and, and and the pursuit of of something better you know and that's that's why i did it so that's 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 my answer i love it dude that's a big sacrifice for a man that i know loves whiskey so <laughs> proud of I have you a bo- i have a bottle 10 meters away <laughs> this uh this uh miller highlights on my desk just yeah. to taunt me just to taunt I, you not like i don't drink miller highlight but <laughs> A friend, a friend gave it to me, and I, I leave it on my desk just to like, you know, it's sort of symbolic. Uh, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you know the drill. It, it can, it can push you in that direction. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think it's really important to be able to say like, um, like that nothing around me is going to, like, overcome me. Yeah. And that, that's when I just decided to, uh, to do it. I love it. You know, I I laughed with someone the other day that, you know, when you're younger playing sports, you're really focused on your training. I mean, you're just very meticulous about a lot of things. And then as you get older, maybe when we got into CrossFit, you're watching a little bit more and you've got some of that dialed in when you're trying to make regionals. But you don't think about that a lot when you're out in life and you're trying to build this business or this career of like, man, I need some of that same internal intensity that I had for a sport. Yeah, business, and so I applaud you for that, man. I'm excited, excited to hear how things go with it, and and obviously Thanks. as you continue to track the success you're having. For anyone that's listening today that has enjoyed this, it wants to check out your newsletter. Where can they go? Where can they connect with you online? I think you have the <laughs> easiest username ever to find, but share it for them anyways. Sure. So uh, Twitter just at web w e b. Um. 2 p.m. L as in 2 p.m. in the afternoon. 
2pml.com is my my newsletter. It's it's great. I, I love it. I devote a lot of myself to it. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, I'm the director of e-commerce at Gear Patrol. Uh, Gear Patrol is amazing. Great organization of around 50 folks led by uh, Ben Bowers and Eric Yang. Um, just gearpatrol.com. And uh, yeah, one of those ways, if you reach out to one of those entities, I you know, you'll probably find me. I'm there. Awesome. Well, man, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining this morning. Hey, Jake, my pleasure, man. Uh, keep up the great work. I, I love observing you. Hopefully when you're in Columbus, we go grab some water and salad together. Yes, <laughs> you got a deal. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. That's it for another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. I, I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate each member of the Compete community, and I'm glad that you tuned in this week, and hopefully you found some value in what we shared and who we brought on and just the, all the types of content we're out sharing. So if you got feedback, like I said, shoot us a note directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Connect with us on social media. Say hi. Tell us you found the podcast. We love connecting with new members of the community. We want to welcome you. Uh, we want to find ways to connect you and equip you with ways that you can be better than yesterday. Have a great week.